0: Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts our host Professor Marcus Maurer is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss All Things Urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome back to All Things Urticaria your UCARE podcast, Urticaria Centres of Reference and Excellence. I'm here in Berlin at the U-Care at Charité, my name is Marcus, and I'm very happy to have with me my fellow urticariologist, U-Care motor friend, and expert on what happened to urticaria during the pandemic. Emek, Emek Kocaturk from the U-Care in Istanbul. Merhaba!
1: Merhaba, Marcus. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> no, thank you for taking the time. Do this uh, again. Uh, I remember when we talked about the impact of COVID-19, when patients with chronic urticaria get this infection, and it was uh, very good to learn that, um, yes, when that happens to patients, it can be linked to exacerbation. Today, we are going to look and explore a little bit uh, deeper the effects of vaccines?
1: Now, I believe that we closed the era of infection, we opened the era of vaccination. And so, so I can divide what happened in chronic urticaria during the pandemics into two parts. The first one is the infection part, the second part is the vaccination part. Because mm-hmm. you know, as urticarologists, we had many questions from patients, from colleagues, from other UCARE centers. So we need to answer these questions. But, you know, we had very less data on these. We have very less information on these. So we did the COVID-CU study, but it was just at the beginning of the pandemic. So we could include 80 patients with chronic urticaria who had COVID infection. And those patients, uh, one-third of these patients get exacerbation of urticaria during their infection. Yeah, I really nineteen was not severe in these patients. It yeah. uh manifested mildly in chronic urticaria patients, and no treatments had uh worse outcomes in uh chronic urticaria patients who had the infection. So I'm like,
0: I'm like, I remember that. When COVID-19 in patients with chronic urticaria is really bad, for example, leads to hospitalization, that rate was actually quite a bit higher. No, I think it was 7 out of 10 patients uh, on average who had exacerbation of their chronic urticaria.
1: It was 37%. Overall. Overall. Yes, yes, yes. In the hospitalised patients, yes, it was uh, more in the swear patients. Yes, in the hospitalised, okay. severe okay. COVID nineteen infection lead to exacerbation more uh, than the mild infection.
0: So you started COVAC CU, another big project with many people involved, and I would love to hear a little bit more about that study, of course. But the idea was, how does the infection and the vaccination against the infection relate? in terms of what they yeah. do to patients with chronic urticaria. But let's start with uh, a little bit of background on the covax study that you ran. Tell us a little bit more about it.
1: Yes Marcus when you uh, pointed uh, on this I just the a question came into my mind is it better to have the infection when you are a chronic urticaria patient or is it better to get the vaccination because we already know that uh, infection also leads to chronic urticaria acute urticaria in many cases and we have seen many acute urticaria cas- cases with COVID-19 infection. So my answer is, it is better to get the vaccination. I want to start with this. And because we don't know what happens after the infection, but we know what will happen after the vaccination. So uh, to answer these questions, what happens, many patients again asked us, if shall I stop my treatment? Uh, will my urticaria get worse uh, if I get the vaccination? Which vaccine shall I take? And many, many questions. So we uh, we designed a, a forty questions questionnaire, and we asked our uCare uh, colleagues if they wanted to uh, enroll patients in our study and. Yes, they were really very interested and this is the power of you care isn't it marcus we had 33 countries and 60 centers wow. yes participating and yeah th- this is really very uh, great i like this so much so we had almost 3000 patients data wow super all yes.
0: right
1: yes so and uh, before that, I checked if there are any data on vaccines and urticaria. And I could only find a study from Brazil, uh, from Luis and oh, okay. Paul Priado. Yeah, they, uh, they checked if yellow fever vaccine is safe to use in chronic urticaria patients. And they concluded that it is safe to use in chronic urticaria patients, and uh, it doesn't interfere with omalizumab treatment. So we have only this study, and also I found a study from Israel, which um, investigated if uh, vaccines are responsible from the uh, as a cause of chronic spontaneous urticaria. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, checked in 1,200 patients and they concluded that over than 1% of chronic urticaria patients vaccines were implicated as a cause of chronic spontaneous urticaria. So it's a very low, low uh, incidence, actually. Of course.
0: course. Yet many questions to answer. Uh, and you did. The study did. covax did answer a lot of important questions. Hit us with the top line results. What were to you the most important outcomes of this study?
1: Yes. Okay. so let's uh, talk about first who we enrolled and the main characteristics. So as usual, of course, chronic spontaneous urticaria and chronic urticaria is a female dominant disease. And we had 70% female and 70% CSU patients. The others were mixed CSU and Sindhu and also isolated Sindhu patients. And um, the mean disease duration was six years. Marcus, (laughs) I think the duration increases time by time. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. And uh, half of the patients had both wheels and angioedema. And 35 percent were on amalismab treatment. Yes. And uh, the patients were actually uh, under good control. Mm -hmm. Almost 60 percent had a completely controlled urticaria before getting vaccinated. So this is
0: yeah yeah,
1: this is good yeah
0: and make this I think
1: care centers.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's what I was going to say. These these patients are treated at urticaria specialist centers. And I think this explains why they have such a long duration. You know, they are the severe or long standing urticaria patients. And it also in part explains why these patients have higher rate of control of their disease. I remember from the AWARE study where it was uh, 80% did not have their disease under control. And here we have 60% with control. That's quite different Um, Mm -hmm. now. Uh, yeah. What happened to these we patients? We can be proud. When, yes. And it shows how important it is to have uh, this global network of uh, ticaria centers. But what happened to these 3,000 patients when they received the vaccines? What vaccines did they get? How often?
1: Yep. So I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping tension, Marcus. So one third of these patients had allergic comorbidities, and this is also important, you know, because they uh, always ask us if they will have anaphylaxis or severe uh, allergic reactions. So, and uh, half of the patients had concerns about getting vaccinated, but the concerns tended to decrease uh, with the increasing doses of vaccine. So they saw that it's not that bad and they they are concerned decreased and uh, most of the patients had two doses of vaccine almost 70 percent and the most uh, common vaccine was the BioNTech uh, vaccine Pfizer vaccine followed by AstraZeneca and Sinopharm vaccines mm-hmm. and um, so coming to the adverse reaction. so Half of the patients had uh, minor and mild reactions. You know, these are the very common uh, flu reactions, uh, injection site reactions, fatigue, fever, myalgia. And uh, only uh, seven of the patients reported to have severe allergic reaction. But I'm not sure about these uh, allergic reactions if they are anaphylaxis. Uh, because also these patients, four of these patients also reported urticaria exacerbation. So it's I, because it depends on patient's uh, uh, report. So it's not uh, as a, a physician report. So we can't be sure if they were real anaphylaxis. But uh, I can say in uh, very short that uh, two, five had it at the first dose and Mm -hmm. two headed at the second dose. Mm -hmm. And risk factors for uh, having anaphylaxis were associated allergies, the patient's previous allergy history and previous history of anaphylaxis. These were the two main risk factors for having anaphylaxis. So it's nothing to do with urticaria, I believe. So it's about having-
0: What about urticaria? What about urticaria? How many had (laughs) exacerbation of their chronic urticaria?
1: Okay, okay, calm, (laughs) calm down, I'm coming. (laughs) Okay, so we had uh, urticaria exacerbations in 16% of the patients. So it's not that big deal, you see. And um, most occurred at the second or at the first dose. Half, like uh, 51% at the second dose and 49% at the first dose minority 15 percent occurred at the third dose and none at the fourth dose but very only 30 patients had the fourth dose of vaccine so it's uh, we can't make a assumption from there so uh, I want also to say that half of the patients who had exacerbation at the first dose also had exacerbation at the second dose half had but half didn't have so of the patients who had exacerbation at the second dose had exacerbation at the third dose. So it's also interesting. So it it seems to decrease with the following vaccine doses.
0: So I think this is important to take a little stop and say... You know, now we're looking at, what did you say, 16% with mild, uh, I guess, or transient exacerbation of their chronic area, versus with the actual infection, a third. So it is definitely, um, there's definitely a difference with the risk that comes in terms of exacerbation, worsening of the disease, comparing the vaccines, low with the actual infection Mm high. But can you tell us a little bit about how this exacerbation of chronic urticaria looked like? Was it immediately after the uh, vaccine? How long did it last? Maybe a little bit more color on what happened to patients who saw that their urticaria got worse after vaccine?
1: Yes most uh, of these exacerbations happened uh, at the first week uh, mm-hmm. mainly ma- mainly in the 48 hours after the uh, vaccination and it's uh, they mainly uh, resulted uh, for for uh, a few weeks and then uh, they were treated uh, with uh, other with the urticaria treatment you know I don't have the details now because these are the preliminary results now no, sure. uh, and uh, what can I say more uh, well,
0: well what would be interesting for me Emek, is if, and I know you're still looking at the data and, and uh, figuring out uh, what additional questions we can answer with them but you know, one thing that may be very interesting for our listeners is if you already had a chance to look at, let's say, risk factors uh, mm-hmm. that come uh, with vaccination. Is it is it the same across the whole patient population or is being female or having chronic spontaneous urticaria versus sindhu uh, m- more uh, often linked to worsening of the disease after vaccination? What do we know?
1: Yes, yeah. uh, so we did the paired analysis and but we don't, we didn't do the factor analysis yet, but I can say from these uh, that female patients had more exacerbation and CSU in, uh, spontaneous urticaria patients had more uh, exacerbation of their disease uh, and vaccine type may be also interesting to know. Um, I I was guessing that actually BioNTech would uh, make more exacerbation, but it was not the point and uh, it was not the case and AstraZeneca, Moderna and Sputnik vaccines had more, uh, had uh, made more exacerbations of uh, urticaria and it was interesting and, and other risk factors were having no urticaria treatment before vaccination. It's important, of course. And it was also interesting for me to see that having omalizumab treatment decreased the frequency of exacerbation dramatically. It's, it's also very nice to know because some patients want to seize omalizumab treatments before vaccination. But it really... Uh, uh, protects patients against uh, exacerbation. So it's important to keep the treatment. And and it's also interesting that when the patient has less concern about getting vaccinated, then uh, the ur- urticaria exacerbation happens less. So mm-hmm. we need to provide some comfort. They, we need to comfort the patients uh, before getting vaccination maybe. And also another point is that having COVID infection after vaccination increased the frequency of urticaria exacerbations. So maybe uh, the exacerbation was uh, again associated with the COVID infection after they had vaccination. So it's also another point. And uh, also we had uh, we had the patients' uh, laboratory values, uh, but we had, I think, only thirty patients who had basophil histamine release assay uh, tests uh, done. But uh, it was interesting to see that basophil histamine release assay positivity increased the frequency of urticaria exacerbations. So. But not the BAT, but the Basel release say. So,
0: well, there will be a lot more information to come from this study. I, I think you know you made a very important point that patients who are concerned, maybe like a self fulfilling prophecy, are uh, anxious and will mm-hmm. see um, their urothelial uh, get worse more often. And of course, concern comes from misinformation or no information. So, mm-hmm. I think. You know, in addition to answering scientifically highly relevant and interesting question, COVAX-CU is also a good source of information that we can use to educate patients so that they know, yes, the vaccines can cause worsening. Worsen. Acidity, but yeah. This is a lot less common than when they actually get the infection and uh, it's manageable and better controlled. Uh, or better, easier to control than chronic area that gets worse because of the infection. So very important messages that you have already from this trial, from this uh, study and project. I'm very much looking forward to the next results. Emek, we're going to publish this, right?
1: yes of course of course i'm i started writing the results but we are working with the statistician on uh, further analysis so it's on the way it's on the way i think it will be done in summer during summer i hope yes right. so yeah so i can conclude with a uh saying that COVID-19 vaccination is safe in chronic urticaria patients and not associated with higher risk of adverse reactions uh, compared to the general population. So they have the same uh, minor uh, side effects of the vaccination. Marcus.
0: This is very interesting and important for patients and physicians to hear, not just physicians who work at urticaria centers of reference and excellence. No, we get asked a lot about... uh, the effects of vaccines on urticaria. And Mick, I think one of the questions that this wonderful study cannot and didn't want to answer is, how often does vaccine lead to new urticaria, acute urticaria, and then also, of course, um, acute urticaria possibly becoming chronic? I don't think we have good information on this, just as much as we do not know how often COVID-19 induces acute urticaria. We, we, we know that it does, for sure. Uh, all of us have seen patients who first had urticaria after COVID-19. Those are questions we need to go yes. and answer, no?
1: yes and there is a uh, you know there is a project sofia is doing now so i don't know if we can uh, talk about it a bit because it's not just launched yet but we are working on uh, a new project to see if uh, covid infection and covid vaccination are responsible from uh, chronic spontaneous urticaria or acute urticaria and if these uh, type of uh, urticaria are different from the ones that are not initiated by infection or vaccination so this project will answer these questions and these are really needed
0: i agree i agree i don't know
1: how long have we been working on urticaria is it is it the, a disease that is uh, just uh, defined by hippocrates or <laughs> yeah. Just before we see 300, but still we have many to discover, Marcus.
0: <laughs> many questions to answer. And Emek, you've been a motor um, for providing these answers with the projects that you led. Thank you so much for doing Thank this. You, uh, let's, let's guide all physicians who see patients with urticaria to our efforts. It will be great to increase the power and energy that is already in this wonderful network. Thank you so much, Emek, for joining me today. Our time is up, but I do hope we get to talk again once you have more information from covax
1: Thank you, Marcus. You know, you are our great motivator and thanks for being there for us to support us. Thanks for building this wonderful network. It's always a pleasure and very nice experience to work with you and talk to you
0: Thanks a lot. Teşekkürler, Emek. Thank you so much. And uh, folks, this is all the time we have today. With me today was Emek Koçatürk from the Istanbul UCare. We talked about Covaxiu, the big study on the effects of COVID-19 vaccinations in patients with chronic urticaria. Tune in. We will talk some more about this uh, in one of our future episodes and Do keep your eyes open for the publication of these results. For now, take care, stay well, goodbye. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into uCare. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, Have a lovely week.